what a special time. And when we draw near to God, he always draws near to us. That's his promise. And let's not lose that nearness. He's still with us now. I'm just going to give a few words of introduction and then we'll go into the Lectio. Um, Eugene Peterson, the, the author of the Message Bible, wrote in his book, Eat This Book, A Conversation in the Art of Spiritual Healing, the following comment. There is only one way of reading that is congruent with our Holy Scriptures. This is the kind of reading named by our ancestors as Lectio Divina, often translated as spiritual reading. Reading that enters our souls as food, enters our stomachs, spreads through our blood and becomes holiness and love and wisdom. Lectio Divina is an ancient spiritual discipline long used by Christ followers as a means of listening deeply to the voice of God, speaking through our sacred texts. Lectio means reading. Divina means divine. So the Latin phrase Lectio Divina means divine reading. It's a powerful tool which we can all use for practicing the presence of, and listening, pondering, enjoying the presence of the divine in the midst of reading God's word. Think of it as an intentional, slow, meditative approach to the Bible where you take extra moments just to listen between the lines, allowing both time and space for what can many times be a very powerful con encounter with the heart of God. And I trust that's what's going to be the experience for all of us this morning. Lectio Divina is a process of prayer that involves four plus one steps, or movements as they're sometimes called. The movements are summarised as reading, reflecting, responding and resting. And before each movement or step, the same passage of the Bible is read. So you get to hear the passage four times. And each time you hear the passage, something different will happen. So today I'm going to lead, through, lead you through an lecture for yourselves. There will be the four readings of a Bible text and a fifth, which I've added as an afterglow. It's, and it's referred to as resolve, where you can take what you've received and ask God to show you what it means to have this word live in you. It may feel uncomfortable at first, though we've already had some periods of silence this morning, so I think we've all experienced some of that. And but it may be slightly longer periods this morning, and don't be, don't be put off. You may find your mind wandering a bit, and that's all right. God's still with you, still with us. It's perfectly normal. Jesus has promised that if we come near to him, as we sang just those last verses, he will come near to us. He's also promised that when two, are gather, two, or, two or three are gathered together, he will be with them. He always shows up when we're together. And this morning he will too as he already has been. And he will in this experience as well. So, are you ready to draw near to God and listen to his word this way?
So as we begin our time of prayer and reading God's word, take a moment to quiet yourself in the presence of God again. Open your hands and release to God the burdens that weigh you down, the distractions that vie for your attention, the worries, the concerns that overwhelm you. Now with those same open hands, receive from God the gifts he longs to pour out to you today. Gifts of peace or comfort or hope. Gifts of courage or grace or forgiveness or deeper confidence in his love and care for you. During this first reading, just let the word wash over you. You're invited simply to listen for the movement of the text. Try not to analyse it, just receive it as if you've heard it for the very first time. As we begin, ask God to bring his word to life in you and for you and through you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Our scripture reading today is from Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 1, beginning at verse 3. Listen to God's word. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort.
as you listen to the scripture for the second time. Is there a word or phrase that comes into bold print for you? Something that shimmers? Something that speaks more loudly than the rest? Don't worry about figuring out the reasons why. Just be open to receiving whatever emerges for you as you reflect. Praise be to God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. If a word or phrase has caught your attention, begin to chew on it. How does this word or phrase connect with your life or longings? What does this word or phrase stir in you as you ponder it? Praise be to God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. 
If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. Have an unedited conversation with God about anything that is stirring in you as you chew on a word or phrase from the text. What are you noticing? What might God be revealing to you through his word? be to God and Father our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, 
so also you share in our comfort. Rest now in the presence of the one who knows you and loves you. Just use the language of silence for this time of communion. You don't have to share or say anything or think anything. You can just enjoy being with the one who loves you so much. The Lord your God is with you. He's mighty to save. For our fifth and final move, just ask God where you can take what you've received. Ask him what it means to have this word live in you. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen.